0: Down Syndrome Queensland are the peak body for intellectual disability in Queensland. We drive change, support inclusion and are on a quest for equality so that people with intellectual disabilities can take their rightful place as valuable members of the community. Down Syndrome Queensland also provides practical and emotional support, comfort and opportunities to people with intellectual disability, their families and support networks, particularly in regional areas. DSQ supports an inclusive environment for people with an intellectual disability which allows them to live their best lives. We believe it is important to respect the rights of parents to choose the development path that is best for their loved one. DSQ is here to support them along the way. To find out more about how you can help, to volunteer or to support the work of Down Syndrome Queensland, go to downsyndrome.org.au forward slash QLD.
1: We acknowledge the First Nations people as the traditional
2: custodians of
1: the band
0: we are on today. We acknowledge and pay respect to all elders, past, present and emerging. The so Now In The Future podcast is an exciting way of sharing members' stories
3: of opportunities, challenges, and provide support and expert advice for Down Syndrome community. Down Syndrome Queensland's vision is a support advocate for empower people of Down Syndrome to take their rightful places as available
0: and contributing members of their community, both now and into the future welcome to season 10 episode 3 of the now and the future podcast in this episode we'll get to know more about down syndrome queensland's music therapy and together red choir programs and what they are we'll hear from the music therapist that delivers these programs and then hear from some of our participants about their views on these programs and what it means to them our guests on today's episode are myself Tegan Kossa as the programs manager for Down Syndrome Queensland, Kate Fletcher Beecroft from Music Beat, and Sarah McRae, Faye McCaliff, Taylor Wadego, and David Waldy who attend the choir. We will start today's podcast with myself giving an overview of both programs, including what they are about, the aims for our participants and families, and how you can get involved in the programs. Kate, who delivers both of these programs, will provide an overview of what her role is further details on the programs and some of the benefits of attending. Lastly, we'll hear from some participants in the Together Red Choir, Sarah, Faye, Taylor and David, and what it means to them to be involved. I hope you enjoy listening to this episode.
1: One, two. The
0: Down Syndrome Queensland's Music Therapy Program is a fun and developmentally stimulating program facilitated by a registered music therapist. The program is suitable for children with an intellectual disability and their siblings along with their carer from birth age right up into school age. The aim of the program is to enhance early childhood development with things like communication, cognition, motor planning, sensory processing and integration, social development, nurturing relationships between parent and child through musical play and giving parents a hands-on idea for using music at home to stimulate, calm and interact with their baby or child. The groups are small, interactive and fun for all while involving a range of musical activities such as singing, movement, instrumental play and relaxation. The program offers a great chance not only for children but also allows families to come together and create connections and relationships with others in the group. There really is a lot more to the groups than just music. The program is currently being run from Down Syndrome Queensland's ASCOT office or can also be accessed online via Zoom for those that may not be able to attend in person. Currently, the program runs every Monday during school terms for 45 minutes and is held from 9.30 until 10.15 a.m. The Together Red Choir is a program developed to allow adults to come together and share their love of music in a safe space, working as a group to express themselves and have fun. It offers a chance to share your love of music with others while working on social skills, communication, leadership, self-esteem and friendships. This is all done through singing, song sharing, songwriting, dance and movement and so many more creative activities. The program is open to adolescents and adults with an intellectual disability and is also facilitated by a registered music therapist. Adolescents and adults are constantly learning about themselves and the world around them. Sometimes music can help with exercise, relaxation, self-expression and recreational enjoyment. Singing in a choir is an enjoyable way of social interaction and communicating. Other musical activities may include instrumental play, dancing, songwriting and relaxation. The choir will also perform in concerts where the choir connects with the community through art and music. This program is run from Pollen Park and is also available online via Zoom for those that cannot attend in person. The program is run every Wednesday during school terms from 5 till 6pm. However, there are also opportunities for the choir to perform at concerts throughout the year. Hi, Kate, thank you so much for joining our podcast today. It's really great to have you and being able to discuss a bit more about our music therapy programs and the Together Red Choir. Um, For those that are listening today, are you able to give a bit of an introduction to yourself and um, what you do within those two programs?
1: Thanks, Tegan. Um, So, as you mentioned, my name is Kate and I'm a music therapist. I uh, have been working with BSQ since 2010. Uh, and I run the music therapy playgroups on a Monday morning, as well as the Together Red Choir, which is our choir for our adults and older teens. And that is on a Wednesday evening.
0: Thank you, Kate. It's um, really exciting to hear and get your perspective today, um, especially with how long you have been involved with DSQ and these programs. And um, I think it's great to be able to get that perspective um, for not only families, but also uh, participants for choir and things like that as well, to kind of understand a little bit more about what the programs are and, you know, maybe how they can get involved and things like that as well. Um, how did you get involved in the music therapy and choir programs
1: So I have actually been involved with DSQ for a really long time as my youngest sister has Down syndrome. So we were originally um, quite involved with the family support group up in Toowoomba. Um, And then I got re-involved with DSQ um, in 2010 when I became a volunteer at um, one of the weekend camps, which is now called a Challenge Weekend. And then I also had um, spoken with the staff at DSQ um, in 2010 was my last year of being a music therapy student and we had to set up a clinical placement somewhere there was no music therapy and so I had contacted DSQ and had organised to start my final placement, um, so my independent clinical placement at DSQ where I ran uh, some individual programs, a couple of uh programs like, like what our play groups are now, as well as some after-school programs for primary school kids and then the choir as well. So, they all started in 2010 when, um, yeah, when I was still a student.
0: Wow. So, definitely, um, you know, you've definitely got that lots of experience coming to the programs and uh, and... I'm sure that they've probably changed a lot since um, it first started, but it's great that you know we've been able to continue that um, for so long and being involved within um, you know not just the organisation, but being able to kind of I guess I've watched participants go through different stages of life and being able to move on. Um, you know, maybe even from music therapy up into the choir groups now.
1: Oh, definitely, and I have um, I do have a, a choir participant who uh, she had joined well, back in 2010. I think she was. Five ish, so and just started school. So she joined up with the after school program, and yeah, she's now in the choir because she's just finished school, which is very weird. Um, we're weird to think about <laughs> how long it's gone. Yeah, <laughs> like, definitely. And we've got a few, like, um, some of the really, really tiny babies who were only born in like, 2010 who I started working with. Um, uh, we see now, um, at our music therapy clinic.
0: It's amazing how quickly time flies, and um, you know, when you when you think of, of participants, you go, oh yeah, they're you know they this small type thing, and then you go, oh hang on, no, they're actually yeah young adults now, like they've grown up. But in your mind, it kind of it's hard to to see because you've known them for so long that um yeah. <laughs> you know you still you still see them as as I guess when you first met them sometimes. So, but it is lovely to hear that um you know that they have been able to move um along to to the other programs as well and being able to create those friendships and those relationships um with participants as they kind of move along through that as well I think would be quite special to see.
1: Yeah definitely.
0: Uh, Um would you be able to maybe just explain a little bit more about um I guess what music therapy program is and then also maybe a bit more about the Together Red Choir and um I guess differences between the two?
1: Sure uh so the music therapy playgroup is is more therapy focused um so it's very much about uh, working towards all the kids' non uh, their, their goals, which are non musical goals. So, um, a lot of music groups for younger kids, it's all about learning music. Whereas this is more using music to help motivate them um, and to help their brains to achieve, uh, work towards their other goals. So, the goal areas that we work towards are like our motor skill development, our social communication self-expression speech and language um, regulation is a really big one um, and also it's a really good uh, connection point uh, for parents and it helps the like the mothers and the fathers and grandparents sometimes um, be able to look at using and learning some new t- musical tools that they can then take home um, and then with the choir um, so the choir Obviously, is it more, is more of a social-based program, but it still uses the therapeutic like, principles, I guess. And so we do a lot of singing, obviously, and that includes like, warm-ups, some favorite songs, um, songwriting. Uh, everyone gets to develop and practice leadership skills, um, as well as working on, you know, functional skills such as speech and language and self-expression and confidence building. And so some of the activities we do um, are obviously song singing and song writing, but we've also written a musical before. We've produced a CD. Uh, We've done podcasts that before podcasts were really a thing, we just recorded them for ourselves that were like a radio station style that had you know beginning and had, had gossip and had re- weather and news and yeah. everything like that <laughs> so yeah they were that's kind of the two different programs that are uh, running at the moment
0: thank you and i think it's really good to hear that because sometimes i guess when you hear about um you know say a choir for instance i guess yeah you just kind of think of singing and things like that so to kind of understand a bit more that you know it's not just about that it's, it's about Everything else, I guess, behind the scenes and and those soft skills that come with things like that as well, um, with inquire and then I guess music therapy. It's a you know it's not just for um, the little ones. It is for families to kind of come together and have that connection as well. I think is really important and uh, and being able to kind of have that chance um then to kind of learn things from the classes that you run and then be able to take that uh home and and put it into practice as well i definitely think is quite important for for everyone to understand that um you know there's lots involved not just um the music side of it all
1: yeah definitely music's just a really good connection point and like we have um i think where music therapy is like a really great therapy to get all of the family involved because we you know we have siblings if they are not yet at school then they come along and they can also learn different things for themselves as well as to work with their sibling with Down syndrome or with other intellectual um, disabilities because we're what well, the groups are now open to um yeah everyone with any intellectual disability
0: thank you I think yeah it's it's definitely um know, a fun way to be able to, I guess, learn those skills and and learn, um, just create that safe learning opportunity for everyone involved, but also... You know, whilst having fun and, and getting to, to do some pretty cool music and things like that as well. So yeah, I know um, I know the choir last year, but I'm sure that they have done many in the years before as well, um, did some special performances um, throughout the year. Are you able to give a little bit more insight in, into what um, you guys have done in the past and um, for those that are listening, what uh, might be coming up if there is anything and things like that?
1: yeah sure so um the choir's had some really cool uh connections with community um organizations and sometimes they've been set up through dsq sometimes they've been just random connections that we've made um just depending on where we've been rehearsing um so i think every year we've done a christmas concert um, first of all, I think it first started at Westfield Carindale, but then it moved across when we, um, sort of made a connection with Cooper Square and Cooper Square, um, invite us not only for their Christmas performances, but often other performances throughout the year. Uh, we also, uh, do concerts at Hummingbird House, uh, which is the, uh, respite and hospice centre over the north side, um. For kids who are either in palliative care or have life-limiting conditions, um, we do. Uh, we have we have performed at the Redlands of Stanford before, and we have, we used to have two different choirs, so one on the north side and one on the south side. Um, and then what else have we done? We've done like the, the, we've done some work with the Titans and their some of their community events. We have performed there, and then we've also been performing at the Winnipeg Fringe Festival. Uh, for the last few years, and then also at any of the DSQ events.
0: I think that's so exciting being able to, you know, not just have the weekly programs, um, but being able to then kind of go out into the community and for those participants to then be able to put everything that they're, they're learning within the classes, um, you know, out on show for everyone and for everyone to be able to enjoy. I think would be quite special to. Um, not just the community, but also the participants getting that chance to to do that as well. So it sounds like you guys have had heaps of different opportunities um, where you've got to be able to do that, which is exciting. So I'm definitely excited to see what our uh, 2024 holds and, um, and the special performances that you guys will be able to do throughout the year as well.
1: Yeah, we haven't haven't got anything booked just yet, but um, it's early days. So, yes. usually, <laughs> usually it takes a couple of months and then suddenly it's like, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? So, yeah, we'll, we're looking forward to seeing what happens.
0: They all come flooding in, I'm sure. Yeah. So, do you have a favourite um, performance that you guys have done at all?
1: Yeah. Um, I think we we particularly re- have, been, in the last couple of years, have really enjoyed the Wooden French Festival um, on their community stage uh, just because it's, it's a really community, it's a like a community-based event. Um, and so it's not necessarily specific to DSQ um, or, you know, or, or anything necessarily to do... Um, With the disabled community but it's really it's really open it's a really open event where they've got people from just everywhere all walks of life um and there i know that the choir really really loves that event they that's the that's the event i think that they look forward to the most yeah
0: (laughs) well look we've got a fingers crossed that um hopefully this year as well you guys will be able to perform there and uh and look forward to being able to see what other opportunities arise as well. Um, and I know that um, as well for the music therapy uh, sessions that there's always like an end of year breakup and things like that. So I think that it, those um, opportunities where kind of everyone comes together and, and celebrates different things um, throughout the year, I think definitely adds to the to the programs and um, gives that yeah chance for a bit extra of different things um throughout the year as well. I think that's really good to hear.
1: Yeah, definitely. Christmas time seems to be the the biggest time, obviously, because everyone's doing different celebrations. And I don't know for the choir, I think we had three performances within seven days last mm-hmm. year. So <laughs> it's always it's always a hectic time of year.
0: Definitely makes it difficult trying to fit it all in, I'm sure, and um but I guess it just it just adds to the experiences that everyone gets to enjoy as well, though. Yeah. Uh, I know earlier um, you mentioned a little bit um, about setting goals and things like that so within um, the music therapy program and also the Together Red Choir program um, are people able to set their own goals and work towards those in different ways um, throughout the program and throughout the terms and years that they're um, involved?
1: So for the music therapy play group this is this is a really easy thing to do so I usually check in with the families at the beginning of each year so the the Group goals are fairly broad, so it will be you know um, it might be that all participants get opportunities to uh, develop and practice social communication skills, and then I can talk to the families about what are the different things that each child is working on, and we can work on um, we can work on those skills within that goal area. So it's it's a really it, that one can definitely be individually tailored. Uh, the choir is a little bit different because it's not uh, necessarily a therapy program, but it's obviously built on therapeutic principles. So um, we can incorporate different things, um, though they might not necessarily be explicitly named within within the program. So like the, the choir themselves set out their own goals, which were mainly around... Um, building group leading, st- group, uh, group leading skills and developing confidence and they had a speech and uh, speech and language goal in there um, and they're quite bored that, yeah, so we could still individually work on different things um, though they might not necessarily be, yeah, like, like written out going, oh, yes, this person will do this, um, yeah. which is that more typical goal-setting uh, style.
0: That definitely makes sense and I think... Um... You know, being able to have a, a group goal to work together um, and come together and um, build upon that I think yeah is is more than enough um, in some cases to be able to to help those individual goals that maybe, maybe they might have um, but as you said kind of aren't physically written down or things like that it might just be something that they're trying to work towards um, within not only just that program but maybe um, out in the community and out in different activities that they do outside of um, the programs as well
1: Yeah, and and everyone works towards goals in such different ways. So within a group, it's, you know, what the way someone works towards building their self-confidence or, you know, being able to express themselves is going to be very different depending on each participant.
0: Definitely. That definitely makes sense, I think. It sounds like you do a great job of being able to kind of identify what uh, what everyone I guess hopes to get out of the programs whether it is the participants or families for for their young ones as well and then working towards that um, whether it be as, as the group or individually in different ways as well so it sounds like um, yeah, for anyone new that might want to want to join, there's different um, ways in which, you know, if you have certain goals that you want to work towards, that you can work with Kate to be able to to work towards those. Um, or if it's yeah, outside of the programs, how you might be able to to take away things from the programs to be able to do that um, outside of them as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. And we have like some choir members who will get all their lyrics and they'll take them, say, to their speech and language pathologist um because they get sent out ahead of time and they'll work on different things that then they can bring back to choir and then, you know transfer those skills into a group program
0: that sounds good and i know that we we did speak a little bit about it earlier as well and you mentioned some of the benefits um but is there any other benefits that you feel um that either you know families or participants get from being able to attend these programs at all
1: um, I think the biggest benefit, uh, say for the music therapy play group, is that um, music is such a great motivator, and it's so fun, and it can provide such a safe environment. Uh, so that uh, our kids don't know how hard their brains are really working and how much they're doing, um, and that can be that can be a really cool thing. Uh, they don't realize that they're working, you know. You know they they just think they're having fun uh, which they are as well yeah. <laughs> but it's having fun as well as doing work yeah. um and i think the thing that sort of um i guess surprised me after a few years was that um that the music therapy play group was such a a point of connection for the parents um and they like not, not being a parent myself they were the ones who really said this is this is for us as well like it's not like it's really important for our kids but this is for us like we wouldn't have met other necessarily met other families with who had children with down syndrome and um were going through the same things and had similar emotions to us without having somewhere to actually go to um and i know that DSQ now have like the play other playgroups on other days, so I think that's really important to be able to connect with people who are maybe going through similar things.
0: I think that yeah, as you said, I think that's so important to be able to to have those connections and those um, those connections that you are able to kind of lean on when needed as well and. definitely I guess one of the best benefits out of that is being able to create those different um, relationships and connections through the programs not as you said not just for um, the participants but also for those families as well so yeah if um, you were to say name three things that you like about each program what do you think that they would be?
1: Um, Well I love the music that's always fun. <laughs> um, that would be number one. Um, and then I think when number two and number three would probably be the, connect, the connection in the community. I think that um, I when I came into working, like developing these programs, oh gosh, so it would be almost 14 years ago that I had no idea that, that those things were you know as a as a new graduate i had no idea that those were the things that actually the the program was really built on um you know I was just, you know as a new graduate i just thought oh yeah this is a this is going to be um you know i'm going to make a huge difference because i'm a great therapist and i'm going to do this and because it's going to meet all these therapeutic goals but really it's it's about that connection and about that community as well and they're just as
0: important as the music it's um i think yeah being able to to have music involved is always that added um fun aspect to it all but um it definitely sounds like you have the passion for it and and building those connections with everyone as well um so Mm -hmm. i could definitely understand why they were most three favorite things um about the (laughs) programs so um for new people that may be wanting to, to get involved with the music therapy um, playgroup and then the choir as well, is there any advice that you might give them um, if they are thinking about why they should get involved?
1: Um, so no one has to be musical in any way, shape or form for either of the programs. Uh, they just have to love music maybe. It's probably the only requirement. Um, and... Uh, i often tell the like parents in my music therapy play group that their voice is the most important one not mine but for their child like their you know mum's voice is literally the most important voice to a child especially in those younger years um and just to just to have fun and get involved and i think yeah it's it with music involved i think why not why wouldn't you get involved <laughs> it's always fun um and then for our choir i think it's just such a i think it doesn't matter if you uh communicate verbally or you are non-speaking if you uh, can express yourself through music and take part um it that you can such a flexible uh such a, such a flexible choir that you can take, take part in however However, way you want to, um, and both programs are just so ex- like extremely fun.
0: <laughs> it definitely sounds like um you you get a lot of fun out of it, and um and you know you you take what uh what you get out of the programs being able to to partake in those, but um but whilst teaching you get to have that fun side of it all as well.
1: Definitely, and yeah, I've been doing those programs yes yeah, since two thousand and ten, and. Monday morning is still never a chore for for me to go to work, which is not many people can necessarily say that.
0: No, definitely not. <laughs> and I think that's lovely to hear too though. It's um it's look, it's been an absolute pleasure, Kate, being able to speak with you today and um learning a little bit more about um I guess the, the start of the programs and, and how they've changed and, and come to where they are today and being able to learn a little bit more about um the the programs themselves and and how they might help um people that are already partaking in them but also for those that may be looking um to join in the future what uh what's involved and i guess the benefits that they're going to receive um if they do decide to join the programs as well so i really thank you kate for being able to join us today and um i can't wait to to see what other special performances do come up this year for the choir as well
1: yeah thank you thanks for having me on it's been lovely
0: no worries thanks kate Thank you. Hey, Sarah, how are you going today?
3: Really good, thank you.
0: That's good. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today as we're talking about the Together Red Choir program. For those listening, would you be able to introduce yourself, please?
3: Sure. So my name is Sarah McRae. I'm 31.
0: And Sarah, how long have you been attending the choir program for?
3: Well, I only just remember. It feels like it's been ages ago now. Um, I've been part of choir for like for a very long time. So it've been, it would been like now that between ten or eleven or maybe twelve years I've been in choir.
0: Wow, that's definitely a long time that you've been uh, a part of the choir. And why do you like attending the choir, Sarah?
3: I just like um seeing what they do and what we need to achieve of things that we um going through with the songs that we're working on. Like we do um help each other with my ideas of um what songs that um everyone enjoys and then we um email through the week of the songs that we like and then we have them for our lyrics for choir.
0: Awesome. And how long do you usually work on a song for in the choir?
3: So um so somehow it was like when it gets to, say, Term 1, we, we will start um, each different month of how many songs that we'll do. We might um, aim for um, seven or six um, of the songs that we wanted to do. So um, it is so people could know what songs that we're doing, but they need to get to know what everyone loves the song. Um, so they to, it's like um, asking them a question about what their favorite songs and then we do all of that and then for anyone who has birthday in different months they organize all song choices and then and they just email it along
0: that sounds pretty cool that you kind of you get to choose your own song choices throughout the year as well and opportunities to do different things that um different people like and maybe different types of songs that people like as well yeah Sorry. And I know that you guys have gone through um to some performances in the past. Yes. What was what's been your favorite performance that you've done?
3: So the performance I have done for a while, um, I remember that we started um the run at Rhythm um that we had not long ago for some people. Then they had one at Kaproo. So they do end of the year performance for all of that. Um we try work on what song choice that we want to have for our, be- our end-of-the-year performance. So, And would you say that
0: those ones are probably your favourite that you've done in the past? Yes. Yeah. And do you have a particular song that's your favourite that the choir sings?
3: Okay, so we, um, I know a lot of people will love all these songs, but I know most of the songs are called Choir by Gosh Bashin, um, Perfect by Ed Sheeran, um, who else? Um, the greatest showman, like, this is me. I'm in the dreams, and a few other songs that we've been going through at the moment.
0: They definitely sound like some pretty good song choices. I um, I'll say I definitely like belting out to a few of those, but unfortunately, not in in public. I'm not too I'm not too good of a singer myself, but um, but I'm glad that you guys are able to to be able to perform those at uh, different opportunities throughout the year as well.
3: Yeah.
0: So. Sarah, what would you say the benefits are of attending the
3: choir? So it's like um it's like it's like getting people t- like sometimes some people might be together in person. Some of us have to do things by Zoom, but it works out really well with everyone. Um, but it is hard wherever lo- location it is, but I, I know everything will come to the future time. With what's going to happen and what things that we want to ad- achieve, um, and we every if we want to keep going with that.
0: So, if you're coming together and being able to, even though people are sometimes online and sometimes they're in person, you're still able to come together as a group and yeah. to be able to create those relationships and friendships and everything like that. Yeah, yeah awesome. And if I asked you what three words you'd use to describe the choir, which words would you choose?
3: I'd say one word that I know is um well we all know this word, which is highly highly attractive one. <laughs> Passionate. Um something special that we enjoy. I love
0: that, Sarah. And I I know that um Definitely, some people that would listen to the podcast or loved your first uh, description highly attractive. So, <laughs> Sarah, if there was people listening that would like to look to join the choir program, is there any advice um, as to why
3: they should join that you feel that you could give them? Um, well, um, we have been trying to we're trying hard to get new people to join. Um, most of the things, the things that people are doing with the programs. Um, but it's really be really amazing um to get to know them and what they wanted to achieve. So if they say if they want to join why for the first time, you could give it a try to see if you like it. Um, and it's a good way to um hear what other people like and what things they enjoy about.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you, Sarah. And look, Sarah, before I head off, is there any other comments that you'd like to to make that maybe we haven't
3: talked about yet? I'd just say everything sp- looks special to me. I think um, everyone is talented and they're very good at um, playing things around.
0: Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being able to chat with me today about the program and what you like about the program. And I definitely uh, am looking forward to being able to see further uh, performances this year as well that you might be in. Yeah. Uh, Well, thank you, Sarah. Hope you have a lovely day. Thank you. David, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's lovely to have you and to talk a little bit further about the Together Red Choir. For those that may not have met you, are you able to introduce yourself for us?
2: Of course. Um, yes, my name is David. Um, I've known Kate Fletcher for um, since um, almost ages. Um, yeah, actually, we're um, well, actually I've, I did just I just uh, I mean i I do know Kate of course, but i also um she's also a good friend of mine, so yeah
0: oh that's amazing, so obviously it sounds like you've known her for a very long time um yeah through is that just through music or have you um did you guys come together before the choir and meet
2: well actually i've i first started in the choir since um yeah since it's um it, since it, since the choir first started so
0: Wow. So yeah. you've been with the choir for a very long time then?
2: Yeah, since twenty eleven,
0: yeah. Wow. So and you're still going, which is obviously um yep. you know, it shows how much you, you love the choir and how much passion that you have for it, which is amazing to see. Yep. yep. Oh
2: all music in general. But yeah.
0: All music in general. So yeah. are you able to tell me a little bit more about why you like the choir, David?
2: Well, I think I think the reason why I like the choir because all of my friends are in there so yeah
0: so you've been able to make a lot of um new friends or friends that maybe you already knew came to join
2: well um yeah i've um i've i've, I've all the the friends that are the the people that are, that joined the choir
3: yeah
2: um i um, over the years um yeah they're um are other, other people that uh, that i known, so for for a long time as well
0: Oh, yeah. I really like to hear that you've been able to make some good connections and over um over your time within the choir, and then you know being able to meet up outside of the choir as well would obviously be nice that you've got those connections there. Cool. So, um, um, is there any any other reasons why you like attending the choir at all?
2: Um, I love music, of course, and I love singing, and um. And i and I like spending time with friends, especially, especially my my friend Kate. Yeah.
0: Oh that's yeah. lovely to hear. And I know that um you and Kate have done a few performances outside of the choir as well, haven't you?
2: Yes I have.
0: Yes. Yeah. Are you able to tell me a little bit more about those?
2: Ah, uh, yes. We were able to um do a, um a, create our first um album together, which is pretty awesome, which is um speak your truth. It's um I've been giving away a couple of copies or, or signed copies, of, of course. So Yeah. Yeah. So um, thought I'd give the CD a plug and, yeah.
0: That's amazing, David, to be able to create your own album and then be able to, um, you know, to give it out to people. And are you selling them at the moment as well?
2: Well, I think we're just about, I, I think we've still got heaps more left, but I reckon we'll probably save it for our next shows.
0: Oh, that's yeah. a good idea
2: yeah because I guess we're um because we've actually started a a, a cabaret together called Disawat. so so in, is so- that
0: coming out like are we able to watch that somewhere soon um
2: possibly probably this year or oh yeah in the near future so in
0: the near yeah. future I'll definitely have to look out for the uh the dates when they come out then yep
2: yeah, yeah and hopefully the rain of COVID won't stop the uh awesome disawat.
0: Oh, fingers crossed. I know it's been a bit yeah. of a um bit of a roller coaster over the past few years.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um so just coming a little back to about the the choir, what do you feel the benefits are of attending the choir?
2: Oh. Um oh well besides, um I reckon I reckon just um I, I reckon it would be hey hanging around with um, friends, of course. well Friends is always an important thing in my life. Um, I, I don't do it for the money because I know I love, I love, even though I like to have money in my pocket, but the most important thing for me is, to, is um, singing songs that I know and love and spending time with my friends.
0: Oh, lovely. And when you when you mention about money, is that more so when um, you perform and your CDs and things like that?
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. I know that because I know, I know what's more important.
0: No, and I think definitely being able to to make friends and doing what you enjoy and having that passion, uh, being able to share that within the Together Red Choir, I think is very important. Yeah. Right. and for those that maybe wanting to be able to join the choir this year do you have any advice for them or reasons why maybe why they should be involved
2: well oh, okay so um yeah i reckon um i reckon they should definitely join the, the choir because um um we got lots of um we got lots of good singers in our group and we are um, well besides me of course um <laughs> okay um yeah and, um it's a warm helpful come community so that um, we're very in- we're a very inclusive group so yeah so we don't exclude anyone we don't judge anyone no matter how old or no no matter um if you have a disability or not well even though it's a it's a group full of people with disabilities but really. We're just a group of people that love singing and love de- singing music.
0: It sounds like you've got a nice, uh, I would say, family maybe within the Together Red Choir that you get to to connect with and come together and sing and, and follow yeah. those passions that everyone has.
2: Yeah, and don't forget, I'm also including you.
0: Oh, thanks, David. So it sounds like you really enjoy the choir and, um, you know, I think that's a testament to how long you've been there as well um if you could pick three words to describe the choir program what do you think you might pick
2: um number one and most important for me inclusive um two i reckon it would be fun and free most importantly even though i don't come for the coffee um (laughs) Great. Um I reckon the I reckon my flow would be community.
0: I love yeah. those three words that you've just picked. I think that definitely sums up the choir program. And um I'm sure that many others in the program would feel the exact same way as you, David. Yeah. So cool. Before we finish up today, David, is there anything else that you wanted to add about the choir at all?
2: Um Um, um, all I can I I just want to say that um that um I, I, I love I love um I love music as as much as they do and I love um seeing songs as much as they do and um yeah and I'm looking forward to be uh um being being the group until the day I die so. Oh
0: well, David, it's lovely to hear about the how much passion you have for the program and obviously wanting to continue and, and be in it and for a very long time as well so hopefully we're able to to see you on a few bit more uh, performances this year when we you know dates and things like that and um yep. Yep. can definitely see you around performing cool well david thank you so much for joining me today and um and we look forward to to seeing you on stages soon all right Thanks so much, Faye, for joining me on our podcast today to talk a little bit more about Together Red Choir. Are you able to introduce yourself and, and let participants know, um, you know, a little bit more about yourself? So well, I'm Faye McCabe. I'm 39 until August. I'll be 40 in August this year. you got a big um, birthday party coming up then. Yes. Yes. Hi. Uh, and how long have you been attending the Together Red Choir, Faye?
2: Oh, I can't remember how long I'm in the choir for, so yes.
0: Uh, has it been a, a long time then, I'm assuming? I think so, yes. Yeah. And for those that may not be aware, how do you um, participate in the choir? On, i am in mean, on Zoom for the choir. On Zoom, yeah. So for those that may not know, um we do have an in-person part of the choir, but we also do have online options as well and Faye. I've oh, got options online. Yeah, Faye joins in online um, because you live up in North Queensland. Yes. Yeah, so it's great that you're able to still be a part of the programs and partake in them and, um, you know, be able to have that that chance to still join in and, and see new people as well. hmm so, Faye, what do you like about attending the choir? Oh, making
2: some more youth friends.
0: Making some new friends? Yes. Yeah. And have you been able to, um, when you come down to Brisbane and things like that, be able to catch up with them? And yes, I do, yes. Well? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. So, And what else do you like about the choir? Oh, well, having fun and
2: laugh and chat online, so yes.
0: That's amazing. And what do you feel might be the benefits of attending the choir?
2: Oh, um, anything.
0: Anything? So maybe, um, you know, like you said before, it's a good chance to meet new people. Yes. Um, Do you think that being able to follow your passion as well would be a good benefit? Yes. Yes. If you were to describe the choir using three words, what oh. words might you pick?
2: Um, three words.
0: One is enjoy it. Enjoy one, yeah. it. Yeah, and have some fun. Having some fun. And the last one will be be yourself. Be yourself. I think it, uh, it definitely gives you a chance to be able to be yourself, doesn't it? And yes. express, you know, yourself through through music or dance yes. or yes. anything like that as well. So yes. if um if someone else was looking to join the program, what might you what advice might you give them to, to be to joining?
2: Be encouraged. Being get your own different ways that can
0: do. Today's episode of the Now and the Future podcast. We hope that you've enjoyed learning more about Down Syndrome Queensland's Together at Choir and music therapy programs. Hopefully, all the fun the participants get up to, Kate's comments on the benefits and why you should come along to them, and listening to some of our participants has excited you to join the programs soon. If you'd like to learn more about these programs and how you can join, please call the Down Syndrome Queensland office on 07 3356. Double six, double five. Thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.
2: At the Now in the Future podcast, we'd love to hear your thoughts and questions as a way of continuing to provide essential information for the community. If you have a question or would like any more information on any of our episodes or have any ideas for future episodes, simply send us an email to engagement at qld.org.au That's engagement at qld.org dot and we'll do our best to provide you with the information you require in one of our upcoming episodes. The Now and the Future podcast aims to support, advocate for and empower people with Down syndrome both now and into the future.
3: You have been listening to the Now and the Future podcast for more information about this episode and many other topics related to Down syndrome. Please visit the Dancing Syndrome
0: Queensland website at www.danceanddome.org.ie slash qrd.
2: Dance syndrome Queensland, supporting people with Down Syndrome, now and into the future.